What is your plan for growing your business? What does your revenue forecast look like for next year? Do you have a five-year business plan or, or sales plan? You know, what's your current backlog and your pipeline? And how does that stack up to the same period next year? These are the type of questions that buyers are going to ask. And frankly, are the most important questions they're going to ask you. And how you answer them or address them are critical to getting a deal to a letter of intent and eventual sale. Hi, my name's Keith D., President of Osage Advisors. Uh, welcome back to our podcast, The Ins and Outs of Selling a Business. To help us break this down, these, these questions today, we're pleased to have with us Joe Grace of Chief Outsiders. Chief Outsiders is a CM, CMO, Chief Marketing Officer and Sales Organization, with uh, offices all over the country that work with businesses of all types to help them implement uh, growth strategies and execute on them. Joe, good morning, and thanks for being with us. Oh, it's my pleasure, Keith. Glad to be here. Great. So as a business owner, you, myself, I think we think about it all the time, 24-7. How am I going to grow my business? Right. Right. What's my competition doing? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, for us as advisors, you know, we're talking to our clients about Tell me about your business and how, how you're growing it or how I can help you. So from your perspective, from Chief Outsider's perspective, uh, give me a, a sense of how you approach an engagement, what things you need to know about so you can kind of help a business, you know, put a plan in place so they can grow, whether they're selling or not, right? Eventually they're going to yeah. sell, but how they go about mm -hmm. it, how you right. go about it to help them get to a point where they are uh, in a growth mode and have a great plan in place. Yeah, yeah, great, thanks. Um, you know, as we all know, uh, for privately held businesses, having sustainable growth is really an important uh, uh, part of the business. It increases enterprise value. And so all companies should have a growth strategy and plan in order to generate sustainable growth. And uh, we, uh, we started our business almost 15 years ago. And our focus was to provide chief marketing officers as a service to mid-sized companies. Most mid-sized companies don't have a chief marketing officer. Often mid-sized companies have a vice president of sales and marketing, who's really usually a salesperson and a junior marketing person who creates collateral. But the world has changed dramatically. And because of COVID, it's changed even more. And today, a lot of businesses have to sharpen their pencils and work harder in order to, to drive growth. And to do that, you need help from somebody who really understands uh, your business from every point of view. At the highest level, that's what marketing is, is about, helping companies understand their business from every point of view, competition, and everything else that goes along with um, your business that affects your business. So for a lot of mid-sized companies who don't have a CMO, it can be hard to find one if you want one. And, um, and they're also very expensive. So we provide chief marketing officers as a service. It's a very affordable service. And we've worked with uh, over 1,500 companies in the last 15 years to help them come up with growth plans and strategies that accelerate growth, often leading to uh, you know, a, a sale of the business. So yeah, so CMO, like most of our clientele, 
all of our clientele. You know, we're, we're, our clients are typically, you know, anywhere from five to a hundred million dollars in sales. They don't have uh, a CMO. They probably not even sure what that means, right? The acronym. It's a chief marketing right. officer. So, you know, <clears throat> it's critical to have a story, a documented story, evidenced by results uh, when right. buyers are looking at your business. You know, yeah. we said this before in prior podcasts, the number one reason deals don't get done is that the buyer doesn't understand your sales plan, your growth plan, mm -hmm. right? So when you go into an engagement and you get hired, whether sales have been flat, you know, 20 million, 20 million, 20 million, 20 million, 20 million for the last five years, or somebody, or gone from 20 million to 18 million to 60 million to 50, it goes the other way, right? Or you have a company that's has a an idea and a concept of a new product or, or service they want to implement, but they need help in getting it to market. How how do you guys go about that engagement? What do you what are the key factors that you need to know, and how do you implement like a, a strategy? Uh, you know, what yeah. what is your secret sauce, so to speak, that you guys utilize right. to help right. companies grow? Yeah, so we've actually written a book about it called Growth Gears. And uh, our approach to, to helping companies grow is to apply growth gears. And it starts with first insights, understanding your business from every point of view. Uh, and then based on insights, you can create a real strategy that can make a difference. And then finally, it leads to execution and tactics. But we find that a lot of mid-sized companies are so focused on tactics, day-to-day -day activity, right. um, and over time, those tactics can wear out, but many companies are in a rut. They keep repeating the same tactics over and over again, and so businesses go sideways or south. Everyone is so focused on what's going on internally in the business, no one has, has a time to look out the window over the hill and around the corner to figure out what's going on. So, you know, the world is, has, has, uh, has changed and continues to, to change. And so companies have to adapt to all of those things. So whether you're selling to consumers or you know, B2B, the world has changed, especially again after COVID. So uh, more and more people are working remotely. It's hard to reach people. A lot of folks don't want to buy in retail. They want to buy online on Amazon or from an e-commerce website. And, and so you really need, and on top of that, there's competition coming from every angle. So companies need to step back and say, given my products and services, given the competition, given what uh, how difficult it is to reach consumers, given current consumer behavior, how do I create a plan, a strategy going forward? So again, most companies these days stuck on tactics, you need to step back and look at your business, develop deep, deep insights, and that informs strategy. And then as CMOs, we can help lead execution. For example, if somebody wants to get into the e-commerce business and they haven't done that before, we can find the right agencies and take the lead in uh, opening up a new sales channel. So a lot of companies in a rut, and uh, that's why you need the help of the CMO, somebody who can really understand your business from every point of view and come up with plans that can really be game changers. Well, I, mean, I think you make a really good point here. I mean, the blocking and tackling, right? You have a business owner, right. most of our, you know, they've been working uh, uh, for 10, 20, 30 years, right? And right. a lot of the business owners kind of own that customer relationship. 
and they may have brought a C, you know, a VP of sales in, or they have a sales team, and you know, go call on these people, go call on these people, go call on these people. They've been doing it for the last twenty years, but some of those people right. are no longer there anymore, right? Right. You're not going to who are yeah. you guys, right? We had a client years ago, great guy, uh, and we we ended up selling his business. He was like, you know, around, um, I'd say. He was, I think we sold his business. He was close to 80 years old, but he made a decision. Yeah. He used to walk into an office, a customer he's had for 50 years and he walk and they look at him and say, who are you? He realized at that point that his time was done, exactly. right? It was, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be in you know, a proud person, had a long-term relationship and said, okay, it's time for me to move on because this is no longer my, my world. Right. As you said, the world has changed. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Having the resources available uh, to implement strategies, whether it's new sales channels or new industries or uh, new platforms like you're talking about, um, how do you get your client to kind of buy into that? Well, usually when somebody calls us, they do have a... Um, a growth problem. As you mentioned earlier, growth is slowed down or maybe it's going the wrong way. And uh, they've tried everything they, they know how to do to, to change things and, and get things pointed in the right direction. So um, they reach out, start looking for help. And, you know, we've been around for 14 or 15 years. Um, it's pretty easy to find us. So we often get calls from business owners who said, who say, listen, you know, we have a family owned business. I'm the third generation. Um, everything was fine. But now we have all of these problems that you just outlined. It's harder and harder for us to set appointments and to meet with people and to close deals. What do I do? And I said, well, we can help. You know, we can help you take a, a, a very broad and deep look at the business you're in, again, from every point of view, and come up with a strategy that could be a game changer for you. And that often involves uh, branding and positioning, um, uh, opening up new sales channels, uh, bringing in new talent, uh, nurturing and, and helping to uh, uh, bring your current uh, team up to speed on, on the latest marketing and sales strategies. It could include websites, social media and content. Um, these are all things that a lot of mid-sized companies are just unfamiliar with in their current team who may include a vice president of sales and marketing and a junior person who collates collateral material. They're just not equipped to do any of this. So, so, so yeah. Uh, so when the, the owner brings you in, right. And right. You know, there's challenges in the business. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's usually closed sale companies, right? So it's been like a, 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 a unit, right? I mean, they got a, a unit. Yeah. So all of a sudden you bring this out, quote unquote outsider in and the owner says, Hey, I need you. I'm bringing someone in to help us build a business. You get, you could get some resistance sometimes from sure. the salespeople, right? I mean, it's natural. It's human, right? Well, what's is this mm -hmm. going to cost me my job? Am I not doing performing well? Where, you know, the messaging is that you're there to help. I mean, how do you approach that? Because um, it's usually, you're not looking at a sales organization that's, you know, 100 people deep. You're looking at maybe a VP of sales maybe mm -hmm. a sales manager, three or four salespeople and a customer service person, right? That's a typical you're going to see. Right. So you're coming in and the owner's like, I know I, I need to do some things and I can't do it. And I don't feel my team has the expertise to do it. But so they bring you in 
you know, it could be a little bit of a intimidating to the team. It could be. It could be. So we spent a lot of time and energy trying to build relationships with the current internal team. You know, when we are engaged, we, uh, you know, we're, we're not career consultants. We're chief marketing officers. We're operators. We built businesses using marketing tactics and strategies. It makes sense. So we're real operators. So when you hire us, we actually join your management team and uh, we meet with everyone in the sales and marketing team. And they're involved in this process as we develop insights and discuss insights and discuss what it means and how do we interpret this. We have all sorts of exercises we go through to bring the sales and marketing team up to speed on on what we're seeing and what makes sense going forward. So we really build strong relationships with the internal team and stress that we're here to provide a solution for the entire company and the entire sales and marketing team to succeed. Mm -hmm. And so building those relationships and working shoulder to shoulder with the sales and marketing team is really critical. So you become part of the company's fabric, right? right. So, yeah. Okay. So you guys have done 1500 plus or minus engagements. I think I looked at your website last night. We have 30 or 40, uh, you know, partners and associates consultants all over the country. Um, maybe more. Um, if you were to boil down to like three or four of the biggest challenges your customers face when they're trying to put a growth strategy in, uh, can you give us a couple examples of what, because these are, these are questions that, you know, visibility as to the future opportunity or growth of your business is going mm-hmm. to drive value. Right. And, right. Um, right. and so some people just, like you said, there's challenges, three or four challenges, a couple challenges you're going to share with us, things that you see that need to be, that you're critical to success uh, that are kind of like common among all the clients that you work with. Right. I'd love to hear right. a bit about that. Yeah. And so you can put it into, at a high level, into a couple of bu- buckets. So on the on the consumer product side of things, you've got a company who's selling products and historically has sold and distributed products, let's say through uh, through uh, retail, through uh, big box retail or drug stores. And uh, the retail environment is getting more and more challenging. You know, retailers are extracting a pound of flesh, make it very difficult, they pay slow, there are all sorts of additional fees. Uh, if, Things aren't selling. They shut you down and return products. So, so um, folks at retail are yeah, are are under a lot of pressure selling products to retail. So, for those folks, they need help trying to build stronger brands um, so that products sell through in retail, and they need some help creating new marketing tactics and strategies and ad campaigns to support retail. On top of that, is a defensive move they may start selling products direct through their own e-commerce websites or through Amazon. And they have no experience with, with any of that. It's, it's not a trivial exercise to build an e-commerce website and to, to generate traffic and, and new customers. So most companies need help. And one of the traps people fall into, again, it's because it's tactics. If you want a retail support campaign or you're building a new website, um, um, you hire an agency to help you with it. Nobody knows how to how to qualify, 
hire and manage an agency. And so those things go sideways. They produce disappointing results. So if you're if you're in that position, you need to have a senior marketing person who knows how to create ad campaigns to support retail, who knows how to build e-commerce websites and drive traffic. Sorry about that. They keep calling me. And uh, um, and getting on Amazon and making it successful is not trivial. You have to have been there and done that. So on the B2C side, lots of companies need help across the board. On the B2B side, companies are selling products and, and services or software directly to, to businesses. As you mentioned earlier, it's harder and harder to get the attention of the folks you want to talk to. It's hard to set appointments. It's hard to meet people uh, and and talk about your product and service. So that's where marketing comes in. Um, lead generation campaigns, often creating a lot of content that people are searching for, getting them to consume your content, maybe register for something. Then you can drip on them with um, outbound communications, email and text messages, and eventually set an appointment for your sales team. So in both those cases, B to B to C and B to B, there's more heavy lifting that has to be done on the marketing side in order to set up uh, new sales channels and uh, sales opportunities. Yeah, your point's well taken on both ends. A couple of examples. One is uh, you hire an agency to go help you, right? But someone has to manage that agency. Yeah. You can't ex just expect them to go out and you know come up with the secret sauce. You right. have to, they need information from you. They need to know what your directives are, what your end goal is with the customer relationship, with new sales. And then someone's got to manage that to make sure they're doing yeah. it correctly in line with what your expectations are. I mean, I, you know, and, I think we're all yeah. at fault, including me yeah. in my business. You yeah. hire someone to do something and you realize that you need to be heavily involved in that process That's to make right. it successful. And if you're not, it's not going to be successful or only partially successful. So having someone like yourself, the chief marketing officer or, or such, that is overseeing that function is critical. You know, business owners make investments yeah. everywhere and make an investment in that marketing process. So someone has got to oversee it. Because yeah. otherwise, no an execution that is not going to yeah. happen. And on the B2B side, you know, you know, getting 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 to somebody today is excruciatingly painful. I mean, right. people are busy. They're maybe working remotely. They're not at the office. You send them a letter, right? It goes to the office. They don't come in the office, right? right. So the letter goes to the office and maybe it gets forwarded or when they come in the office once a week. So it may sit there for two weeks. If they, you miss them for, for a time, when they get in, they got a stack about, you know, this deep and it's like, they may not respond to it. And then of course, as you know, I think um, uh, with cybersecurity issues today, everybody's got filters going on. So trying to get through email is challenging. Mm -hmm. So alternative strategies to get to the customer or potential customer are critical. And having someone like yourself uh, that's managing that process. I mean, we go through every day in our business as well is how do we mm -hmm. get better interaction with our customer base or potential client yeah. base? And that's through, you know, various other avenues. So, you know, that old old time when you pick up the phone and make direct calls and you keep on calling and calling and calling, doesn't work anymore, right? That's right. You know, unless you get their cell phone and 
You know, mm-hmm. frankly, you don't really call someone's cell phone unless they give you permission to call their cell phone. If they have it on their, yeah. if they have it on their tagline or their email, if you you know uh, signature, then that's fine. But it's hard to get to people, so it's it's interesting um, how you approach it. And you know, if you were to give a takeaway to uh, today about you know growth. It's all about growth. I mean, one or two things that you would say to someone that says hesitant about why they need to hire you, right? Chief outsiders. How do you respond to that? Yeah. Well, the simple answer is, you know, if, if you're not growing and you want to grow and you keep repeating the same activities that aren't producing results, you, you need some help. And so, um, in most cases, you need additional marketing help. And so companies have choices. You can go out and try to um, uh, hire a CMO or a vice president of marketing, often <clears throat> hard to find, especially let's say your mid-sized company outside of a metropolitan area, finding a really seasoned, experienced CMO, maybe in a big market and getting them to to move it is hard. Uh, CMOs are expensive. Uh, a vice president of marketing CMO would want a, an employment contract at least three years, a big base, bonuses, equity. And uh, if it doesn't work out, it gets even more expensive if, if you have to fire the person and there's severance. So, you know, we, we say, you know, why, why hire a vice president of marketing or a CMO when you can rent one? And right. we can hit the ground running in a matter of days. So what, what owners of businesses have to realize is if the business is going sideways, it really is usually a marketing problem. It's uh, you're, you're stuck in a rut, you're focused on tax, tactics, um, and you need to upgrade what you're doing and be smarter about what you're doing. So you need some fresh blood. And in our case, with uh, over 100 CMOs in our bench, we've got people with 20 to 30 years experience of senior marketing experience. We can parachute in and very efficiently take a look at your business from every point of view and come up with a strategy that's really going to make a difference. So okay. that's that's the basic story. So, okay, so you got a mid-sized company and a traditional senior management team, C-suite was, you know, CEO, CFO, COO, maybe a CIO, you know, chief information officer. And now right. you got to put a whole another little open spot to fill and call the CMO. If you're really going to be right. um, in a position of be competitive again, you know, in this marketplace and to grow your business against your competition, right. having somebody fill that slot, investing in that slot to help you build your business. Mm -hmm. As you said, the same old thing doesn't work anymore. You got to look outside the box. How am I going to grow my business? And it comes back to the first question I asked when we started, how do I grow my business and how you answer that question is critical. So, so Joe, this has been great. I'd love to have you come back and maybe talk about a few case studies and how you actually okay. got in there and came through. And if that's works with you, we'll have you back for another episode. We can give some more, get, you know, get really granular about how you guys got, got into a situation, uh, but new client to help them build their business, either 
back up or for future. So if that works for you, we'll have you back again. Yeah, I'd love to. My pleasure. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, as a reminder, my name is Keith D. I'm president of Osage Advisors. Uh, Osage Advisors is a uh, investment bank working with business owners and their families looking to sell. Uh, for more information on our company, you can visit us at osageadvisors.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can view us on our YouTube channel at the ins and outs of selling a business. You can subscribe to it if you'd like. Uh, any questions, feel free to call me at 860-767-3273, extension 1001, or shoot me an email at kdee at osageadvisors.com. Thanks again for being with us and have a great day. <laughs>